Good morning. Good morning. Today is Thursday, October 13th. We have Acts 15 through 16 and Psalm 126. Lord, we just ask that you bless us right now as we read your word. Give us your wisdom, your spirit, Lord. Acts chapter 15. But some men came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and the elders about this question. So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversation of the Gentiles and brought great joy to all the brothers when they came to Jerusalem. They were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they declared that God had done... They declared all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees rose up and said, It is necessary to circumcise them in order in order them to keep the law and order it is necessary to circumcise them and to order them to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders were gathered together to consider this matter. And after there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, you know the heart, bore witness who knows the heart, bore witness to them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing a yoke on the neck of the disciples that neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. And all the assembly fell silent, and they listened to Barnabas and Paul as they related what signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. And after they finished speaking, James replied, Brothers, Listen to me. Simon has related how God has first visited the Gentiles uh, to take from them a people for his name. And with this, the words of the prophets agree, just as it is written. After this, I will return and I will rebuild the tent of David that has fallen and I will rebuild its ruins and I will restore it. And the remnant of mankind may seek the Lord and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who makes these things known from old of old. Therefore my judgment is this, that we should not trouble those of the Gentiles who turn to God, but should write to them to abstain from things polluted by idols and from sexual immorality, and from what has been strangled and from blood. For from ancient generations Moses has has had in every city those who proclaim him, for he is read every Sabbath in the synagogues. Then it seemed good to the apostles and the elders with the whole church to choose men from among them and send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. They sent Judas, called Barsabbas, and Silas, leading men among the brothers, with the following letter. The brothers, both the apostles and elders, to the brothers who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, in Syria, in Cilicia, greetings. Since we have heard that some persons have gone out from us and troubled you with words, unsettling your minds, although we, have, we gave them no instructions, it has seemed good to us, having come to one accord, to choose men and send them to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silius, Silas, who 
who themselves will tell you of the same things by word of mouth, for it has seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay on you no greater burden than these requirements, that you abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols, and from blood, and from what has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. If you keep yourself from these, you will do well. Farewell. So then they were sent off, and they went down to Antioch, and having gathered the congregation together, they delivered the letter. And when they had read it, they rejoiced because of its encouragement. And Judas and Silas, who were themselves prophets, encouraged and strengthened the brothers with many words. And after that had spent some time, and they sent off in peace by the brothers to those who have sent them. But Paul and Barnabas remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. And after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us return and visit the brothers in every city where we, where we proclaim the word of the Lord and see how they are. Now Barnabas wanted to take with them John called Mark, but Paul thought it best not to take with them one who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. And therefore there arose a sharp disagreement. So they separated from each other. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, having been commended by the brothers to the grace of the Lord. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Chapter 16. Paul also came to Derbe and to Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by his brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. And as they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem, so the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. And they went through the region of Pergia and Galatia, having been forbid by the Holy Spirit to speak the words in Asia. And when they had come up to Mysa, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing by Mysa, they went down to Troas, and as a vision appeared to Paul in the night, a man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go on to Macedonia, including that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So setting sail from Troas, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace, and the following day to Nepolis, and from there to Philippi which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in this city some days, and on the Sabbath day we went outside to the gate to the riverside, where we supposed that there was a place of prayer, and we sat down and spoke to the woman who had come together, one who had heard us, a woman named Lydia, from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods who was a worshiper of God, and the Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul, and after she was baptized, her household as well, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me, be faithful to the Lord. Come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. And as we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much grain by fortune-telling, 
She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that the hope of great gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews, and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in, attacking them, and the magistrates tore their garments off of them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, "'Do not harm yourself, for we are all here.' And the jailer called for lights and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds, and he was baptized at once, he and all his family, then they brought them up to his house and set food before them, and he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. But when it was day, the magistrate sent the police, saying, Let those men go. And the jailer reported these words to Paul, saying, The magistrates have sent to let you go. Therefore come out now and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They have beaten us publicly, uncondemned men who are Roman citizens, and have thrown us into prison, and... Do they now throw us out secretly? No, let them come themselves and take us out. The police reported these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Roman citizens. So they came and apologized to them, and they took them out and asked them to leave the city. So they went out of the prison and visited Lydia. And when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. Psalm 126 is titled, Restore our fortunes, O Lord. It is a song of ascents. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negev, those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your amazing word, Lord. We just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth, Lord, as it is in heaven. Lord, that as we go out, sowing with seeds and watering, Lord, that you would reap a great harvest, Lord. 
And it's by you, Lord. You're the seed. You're the water. You can reap the harvest by your spirit, Lord. We're just the tools in your hands, Lord. Help us to be useful tools. Help us to be uh, sharp and uh, ready for use, Lord. That you would use us as you see fit. Lord, forgive us. Lord, as we forgive one another, lead us not into temptation, Lord. Deliver us from the hand of the evil one, from our evil flesh, Lord. Help us to take that way of escape that you provide faithfully, Lord. And Lord, provide for our daily needs as you always do. Such abundance, you're such an amazing Father. Okay, take such good care of us. You love us so much. Lord, as we uh, uh, just want to lift up this event to you uh, this weekend, Lord. We feel like you led us to this, Lord. That this is your will, your direction. And Lord, we just ask that you would... Uh, do an amazing work in this, Lord, that you would draw people to yourself, Lord, that you would plant seeds and water seeds and reap a harvest, Lord, that you would do as you see fit, Lord, that you would uh, keep the enemy away, Lord, that you would uh, protect us, protect the servants, Lord, those that are serving, and those that are coming, Lord, to uh, Lord, to be used by you to reach these people. We just ask for protection on them as they arrive, Lord. And that you would give us your peace, Lord, and your comfort. That you would use us in a mighty way, Lord. That you would bring the community out. That they would be blessed by you, Lord, in a in a physical sense, in a spiritual sense, Lord, that they would come to know how they need you, Lord, and draw close to you. And so, Lord, we just lift up the whole thing to you. We just ask for your will. Your will would be accomplished, Lord. Um, if it doesn't go as planned or what we may think it's supposed to go like, Lord, that you would... Uh, grow us in those areas of, of uh, patience and trust in you and your plan and what you want to do, Lord. So, Lord, we know that none of it, none of it goes to waste, that you use all things, Lord. For our own good. So, Lord, accomplish your will, whatever it is, Lord, tomorrow, Saturday. Today, help us to get the final preparations done, Lord. And, Lord, that it would just be a, a great time reaching out to the community. Lord, we just lift that uh, whole event up to you, Lord. Father, we just thank you. 
Think of Trish. I'll lift her up to you, Lord. Orist. Father, be with us today. Help us to magnify you, to we'll reflect you, Lord, to the world around us, that they would see you living in and through our lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a great day.